Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. to another exciting podcast from the Thought Police. That's me, Mike Graham, and him, Kevin O'Sullivan. Uh, Kevin, very good afternoon to you. Afternoon, Mike. It's been another busy old week, hasn't it? Um, and who would have thought uh, that well, the first thing we're going to talk about is old Nicola Sturgeon, uh, currently still under investigation. Nobody knows um, whether she'll be found guilty of anything, of course. Um, but apparently she thinks Boris Johnson's a fucking clown. A fucking clown. That's yeah. what she wrote in WhatsApp. She's the latest politician. <laughs> that's so fucking stupid right. that they don't know that when you write something on WhatsApp, you'll probably get fucking found do you know, out. Do you know what this is like? This is like when people used to write emails, isn't it? And then they'd fucking get yeah. discovered. And then people would go... I remember talking to a mate of mine years and years ago who worked in the computer business. And he said, any email you ever write is somewhere in fucking a vault in either Switzerland or India or somewhere. It can always be found. No yeah, matter yeah, what yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah, you wrote, yeah, yeah. no matter how much you think you can get rid of it, it will always be there and there'll be no fucking destroying it. Uh, yeah, and that's what politicians are finding out. You, you commit anything to print technologically, online, in an email, yeah. WhatsApp, mm. be fucking careful. So she said, not only was Boris Johnson, this is during the COVID crisis, right. where she uh, deluded herself yes. that she was running Scotland fantastically well yeah. and Boris was making a fuck up of England. Uh, turns uh, out she wasn't. It uh, turns out she, you know, she was as big a cunt as the rest of them. Well, actually, it turns out worse than that because their COVID deaths were worse, their yeah. fucking yeah. care home deaths were worse. Yeah. Uh, and if you didn't die of COVID, there's a pretty good chance you'd die of alcoholism yeah. or fucking heroin. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You feel like saying, uh, um, uh, hey, uh, Nicola, uh, there's a brewery over there. I want to organise a piss up in it. <laughs> don't apply for the uh, job. Unfortunately, you this bitch. Yeah, unfortunately, she'd already shut it down. Yeah. I mean, don't forget my mates up there working, running, trying to run around fucking nightclubs. At one point, they were suggesting that they could open a nightclub only if people, when they were dancing, would wear a mask. Ha! <laughs> you go, I mean, apart from the else, that's fucking dangerous. And don't forget the, the brilliant thing she did to, mm. to save children from catching COVID. Uh, increased ventilation at schools. Uh, she ordered six inches to be sawed off yes. the bottom of all classroom and, doors. And let's not forget, you know who the health secretary in Scotland was at the time? Humza Useless. Humza Useless, exactly right. And it now turns out that this guy, Jason Leach, who yeah. was their sort of equivalent in a way of, of I don't know if he was the equivalent of, um, of Chris Whitty, I suppose he was. He was their sort of chief medical guy. Um, basically told everybody, don't worry about breaking the rules. Just as long as you've got always a drink in your hand, you don't need to wear a mask. It shows you how much they didn't give a fuck and how they really didn't believe any of it, you know? And actually, what the COVID crisis was all about in terms of Scotland and England 
uh, was both countries, both Prime Minister and the First Minister, trying to prove that they were better than each other. Mm. This is what we found out from Matt Hancock from Isabel Oakshot's uh, WhatsApp oh, yeah. files, the revelations about the messages that our useless politicians were sending each other during the COVID crisis. Uh, was that basically it was all about, well, what's Nicola Sturgeon doing? Oh, we better do that. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's say she hasn't done that well and we've done it brilliantly. Meanwhile, Nicola Sturgeon's going, what's Boris doing? They're just playing fucking useless tennis. Yes. Trying to be better than each other and neither of them, none of them had a fucking no. clue what to do about the COVID and it also crisis. And it also meant that none of them uh, that were making any of these decisions were making decisions based on anything other than trying to make sure they, were, they did it before the other one did yeah fucking nothing to do with what they were actually exactly. doing no no it's all I to mean, do with each other useless I'm just looking at what the uh, details of these uh, COVID inquiry questionings are yeah. and it basically says that um, uh, Hamza Yusuf has now issued a grovelling apology to the Covid inquiry <laughs> yes, and right, to isn't... bereaved relatives for the mass deletion of WhatsApp messages uh, showing how the Scottish government dealt with the pandemic. He says I apologise unreservedly for the corporate mindset. Well sorry, not fucking good enough. Yeah. He goes there's no excuse yeah. for it, we should have done better. Yeah well fuck off then. So G, G, I wonder why. This is just exactly the same as magically a month's worth of WhatsApps from Rishi Sunak, when he was checked the chance for his checker of yeah. and Boris Johnson and Matt Hancock all went missing. Yes. Ma- magically, just as they did in Scotland. All these politicians, oh, I wonder what happened to those WhatsApp messages. Did they take a look back at them and think, fucking hell, what a cunt I am, I know, I'll delete all of those. <laughs> I wonder if that was the case. Who the fuck do they think they're kidding? Also, do they think we're fucking stupid? Exactly. I mean, they just do whatever they fucking like and they assume that we will now trust them to do the next thing that they want to do, which of course me fucking won't. Because yeah. why would you now trust any anybody in the Scottish government to do anything right and why would you trust anybody in the fucking British government yeah. to do yeah. anything right yeah and fucking Nicola Sturgeon going oh Boris Johnson what a fucking clown hey Nicola yeah. uh, you're a fucking Pot clown kettle. too if not a lot worse well at least he's not being investigated by the police yeah you know uh, at least he isn't driving around in some sort of motorhome that costs 110 grand you know if you know what I'm talking <laughs> apparently about apparently that's still parked up outside the police headquarters <laughs> they haven't fucking managed to work out what to do with it yet maybe uh, Nicola and the uh, husband will, will turn up and uh, take it on another holiday oh I'm sorry I'm sure they never no, took it on a holiday no absolutely not no they just left it on um, it was her, a, her mother-in-law's uh, it, it, yeah. front drive didn't it they? was a Scottish National Party battle bus yes never used for political purposes right. 110 grand wonder how it got purchased and for whom mm. yeah well do you know there is a certain 600,000 pounds that's missing yeah um, so I suppose it could have come from that well I'm not casting any aspersions me neither but, but, but I will say one thing I'm making no allegations here, but you can't bury a motorhome. Uh, but uh, the police did go round to Nicholas Sturgeon's house and start digging up the fucking garden. Yes. So I wonder what was buried there. Yeah. Although they say they were only doing that um, for some effect, some purpose which had nothing to do with them digging up the garden. They, they put these tents out and they had shovels, but they said they weren't digging up the garden. Doesn't make any sense, yeah, does it? Yeah. And so why did the police take so fucking long to do everything? Yeah, well, they should have been round to her house a lot earlier. And the the the, the, the you know the allegation up there is that uh, uh, the police waited uh, until Hamza Yousaf was safely ensconced 
as Nicola's yes. deputy oh, yeah. or a successor, and then they went round to see Nicola because if they had gone round before, mm. Hamza Yousaf would have never got in. Well, that's why they did it in such a hurry. Yeah, absolutely fucking incredible. Good that we're talking about it today because it's actually Burns Night tonight. Oh, yeah. Um, so we'll be having a bit of a fucking celebration, a bit of haggis going on. That idiot Alistair Campbell put out a fucking um, ludicrous tweet today suggesting that because of Brexit, we can't export as much haggis as we should be able oh, to. Oh, well, that's a fucking national like, tragedy. What the fuck are you talking How about? How will the economy ever recover yeah, from that? I know. So people haggis were breaking, crisis. People were breaking the news <laughs> to him that, you know, that's not actually a living thing that you can shoot and kill. Uh, you know, it is actually made by butchers and you can actually export it and quite a lot of people buy it in America. I like uh, I like a bit of haggis. Yeah, yeah. nice. Um, in fact, Gordon Ramsay's in the ship for uh, doing some kind of expensive Burns night dinner. Um, where uh, in fact seventy five quid, oh. um, which doesn't sound ridiculous. That, if you buy it out of shop, sort of thing. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah the I'm just going to yeah. try and find it here. But he's been in trouble because people are saying that it's not. Oh, here it is. Seventy five pound four course Burns night dinner. People are complaining that the feast divides opinion because the haggis and venison Wellington is raw. And it does look a bit raw. Well, don't you have to cook it? Well, I presume so. I oh, know it's in his Bread Street kitchen in St Paul's in Edinburgh. His oh, that's his restaurant. So okay. that's his restaurant. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's serving it up, obviously, very rare, I suppose. Oh, but, you know. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Burns Night. What happens on Burns Night? You're, you're a Scottish. Well, you're, you well, you say when you I was in Scotland, there was always these big Burns Night do's, and you'd go out and there'd be like a black tie thing, and if you wanted to, you'd wear a kilt. Yeah. So a lot of them would. And then they pipe in the haggis. So they've got um, a, a, a guy with bagpipes, and they have the haggis on a big tray, yeah. and they pipe it in, and then somebody reads the ode to the haggis, which is by Rabbi Burns, yeah. which is quite funny. I was, um, up there. I was up in Scotland once, right? Um, and then basically everybody gets completely shit-faced and usually starts fighting around about 11 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> but they do that every night. It's a good night uh, out in Glasgow. But I, was, I, was, <laughs> I was up there um, uh, on holiday uh, with my wife and my dog and uh, we were on this fantastic, you know, those old classic Scottish castle. Oh, yeah. Uh, right on the banks of the River Tee. Right, very nice. And it was a, the main... People staying at the hotel were well, salmon fishing, right. men and women. Was this up near Dundee somewhere? Yeah, somewhere like that. River Tay, yeah. Anyway, River Tay. Yeah, Tay. Is it the Tay? Yeah, yeah. You have tea. That's fucking Newcastle or something. Teesside, yeah. That's Middlesbrough. Yeah, yeah. Teesside. There's a clue there. Tayside. So I was. T- yeah. Anyway, so we were this really nice lodge. If you had a dog, you had to stay in these lodges right, right. by the river, which was nice mm. until he realised that every morning. All the fishermen would come down waiting to get on their boats uh, with their gillies and right. all that. And uh, uh, a fucking piper would come beneath our window about 7 fucking a.m. Uh, piping the fucking salmon to come and get caught by right. these fucking fishermen every bloody morning. Oh. Fucking bagpipes. They used to the, do that at Turnbury, but in fact it was at 6 o'clock at night, which wasn't quite that's so bad. That's not too bad. Yeah. The Queen... Uh, Her Majesty, mm. R.I.P., uh, the late great Queen, every fucking morning at Buckingham Palace, mm. uh, everywhere she was, she had a piper come out to fucking wake her up. Well, right. What Blimey. kind of masochist was that? Well, I went. I drove past Buckingham Palace the other day, actually, which was quite interesting, because there's an awful lot of people still walking around there, like tourists, yeah. who want to come. You know how people go, oh, nobody would come if there wasn't fucking, if there was no royal family. I mean, you know, people would stop coming because the fucking palaces are a massive fucking draw. But um, let's talk about the royal family because uh, Harry and Meghan are in the shit again, aren't they? Yeah, well, uh, fucking hell. They seem to have popped off to Jamaica. Yeah, yeah, look, this is a... So, so 
is my theory right away. But they, so they've gone from Calif- flown from California, mm. more planet destroying jets. Yes, so no doubt private. We pr- probably know, a private. We jet. don't know that for sure. But anyway, they flew down to Jamaica for the premiere of a film about Bob Marley, Jamaica's yes. most famous famous favourite son. Uh, the reggae star, of course, late great and all that. Yeah, uh, it's called One Love. Yeah. after his song. Anyway, so they fly down. You think, why the fuck are they going to this premiere? You know, uh, I, I suspect they don't get invited to many premieres. No, um, they're having to leave the country now but, to go. You know, and, and, and trust me, this movie will be on Netflix this time next week. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to go. So Harry goes down there. The Prime Minister of Jamaica hates Britain, right. hates the Commonwealth, is severing all links with the UK, hates the royal family, recently said we need to move on from the British monarchy. Yeah. Uh, so... So Harry and Meghan arrive, and Harry says to this guy, Andrew Holness, he goes, I, I, I had to be here. Right. Well, the point is, he fucking, he absolutely did not mm. have to be there. Yeah. What the fuck are that couple doing, or were they doing, yeah. down there, rubbing shoulders with these people who fucking hate Britain? Well, that, I, I don't have a and problem. Embarrassed, and embarrassed uh, William and Kate when they went, right? Yeah, because yeah. it just really made yeah. it very awkward for them. But this will be her again, because he's so fucking thick, Harry, right? Ah! Right, that she'll go, this is a good idea, you know, and he'll go, oh, yeah, oh, oh great, let's show how multicultural we are, it'll be marvellous. Yeah. He probably doesn't even realise how important this guy is uh, yeah. to the people in the Commonwealth who want to get rid of the fucking British ties. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got no problem. Andrew Holness, he's the Prime Minister, democratically elected Prime Minister. If he wants to sever all links with Britain, doesn't like the royal family, fine. I have no problem with that. That's his decision. Yeah. He wants to run his country the way he wants to run it. Uh, but I do have a fucking big problem uh, with Prince Harry, who, by the way, was appointed by his grandmother mm. uh, the president of the Commonwealth Trust. Oh, yeah. He used to have a serious senior position. He hasn't got that anymore. Well, no, of course not. Uh, but there he is. Like flaunting this, yeah. and his grandmother will be spinning in a fucking grave. And also, if you know, um, and I assume either he doesn't know or he does know, and he's being particularly fucking awkward. If you know that your brother was embarrassed by this guy because of what he said while they were there, why would you fucking go and hang out with him? Look, I mean, is he that thick that he doesn't really get this? But Megan's not that thick. No, I mean, no, she definitely would know. You know exactly they know what, what they're about. doing. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're shit stirring. Mm. They're shit stirring. Look, but yeah, listen, I they haven't had a holiday since just before Christmas. Though, fucking so I mean, hell, yeah. They might well, be they worn be... out. They'd be worn out from all those award ceremonies yeah. that she doesn't even go to. Because yeah. this was the other thing that I didn't realise until the other day when I was talking to somebody about it. You know how he went to get this aviation award? The, the living legend the living of aviation. Legend. Uh, of aviation right and she didn't go right now it struck me that that was a bit weird but not as weird as when somebody said to me yeah because she said she couldn't go because they had a sick child that's right which when this person was saying it to me said I think she did that because of the fact that Kate was in hospital I think uh, I think there's something in that, but uh, also, and if that's true, that makes her quite a weird person. She's what she is. She's from Los Angeles. You know, I know about people from you Los, do. Los Angeles, and they're obsessed with award ceremonies. Yeah. It's an award ceremony. Yeah. Let's go and get an award. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, awards, awards, yeah, yeah. especially so, her. She loves an award. So she, exactly, but she's like all people from Hollywood. It's an award ceremony. So he gets told, look, you know, uh, John Travolta wants to present you with a living legend of aviation award because you flew a helicopter yeah. in Afghanistan. That's the number two uh, pilot. 
so she, so my theory is she goes, oh, great. So, yeah, that's going to be great. I look great. John Travala. Oh, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and then she sees all the shit that happens about this with all, everybody going, you fucking idiot. You're not a legend of aviation. Right. Army chief. Yes. Going, this is an insult yes. to that, etc. I think she saw all that and thought, do you know what? I'm going to give this one a right. swerve. He still goes right. and he looked like an absolute wanker. And he posed with that fake German prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who now in the looks even more fucking ridiculous. I actually just saw him. I only saw it last night. Um, his interview with Piers Morgan. Um, where he was justifying the fact that he was a prince. Uh, because Except he had he's some... not, is he? No, he's not, because they don't have princes in Germany. Yeah. He's inherited some title from somebody in fucking Denmark, yeah. right? But he's known as the king of trash TV. Yeah, and here's another, guy, here's another guy that Harry didn't know about, so he goes posing up with yeah. him, makes him look a total fucking idiot. Yeah, and, uh, you know, uh, the, the people, who else that night got a Living Legend of Aviation Award? Just to show you the standard of award this is. Yeah, who was uh, it? Lauren Sanchez. Uh, she's married to Jeff Bezos, the richest oh, man yes. in the world. Right, the new uh, Mrs. The Amazon, Bezos. Amazon is that the new well, no, Mrs. They're not, Bezos? they're not married yet. They're still partners. Oh, they're okay. Anyway, so she can actually fly a helicopter. Right. Uh, but that doesn't so, make a well, living legend of aviation. My mate Donald McLeod can fly a helicopter. Can he, he get one? Uh, yeah. You know, I'll tell him. Yeah. He's, already, he's already got uh, an MBE. Yeah. So Harry made, <laughs> yeah, Harry made an absolute dickhead of himself yes. accepting this ludicrous yes. award. And do you know what it's all about? It's, a, it's an organisation called Kiddy Hawks. They mm. organised it. It was at the Beverly Hilton, the ceremony. Right. And... Uh, the whole idea of that organisation is to encourage four to nine-year-olds to get into the aviation industry. Uh, well, okay, uh, I'm fine, but that doesn't strike me as a completely crucial cause. It's a bit like, as I said the other day, it's like uh, causes like getting grannies to go scuba diving. Yeah, right. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Who gives yeah. a fuck? But you're quite absolutely fucking right, though, when you say that it's California and it's Hollywood, so they just want to have well, an award ceremony. Yeah. So you just dream up some fucking charitable organisation organization give out a few awards yeah. get a few celebs around yeah. get yourselves in the fucking hollywood reporter bob's your uncle yeah you know? and then you know the rest of us you know in britain we find the golden globes embarrassing yeah. because they're not the oscars well the whole oscars thing's fucking embarrassing yeah, the, I, mean, the, I don't the, even know what these fucking but at least the oscars are, are the top of the tree as it were yeah uh, uh you know I'll, I'll 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 give the oscars a break all other ceremonies you know the fucking critics award and critics circle award yeah. and the directors guild award on and on it goes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I heard you doing your impersonation of Scorsese the other day. That was quite funny. Oh, what, the, <laughs> the, the, the taking very quickly New York guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Italian. <laughs> yeah, somebody. Uh, by the way, I watched that film. You know, I did. It, you know, we watched it last weekend. Killers of the Flower. Moon. I thought. I said, I'm, there's no fucking way. Am I sitting down here for three and a half hours? So we watched it over two days. I did. So watched about Not two too hours. Bad that way. Yeah, that way it was fine. Watched two hours. I think Friday night, and then um, one and a half hours or so. On Saturday night. Right. And actually, I thought it was quite good. I did too. Uh, you know, I've got... Like, I, but I do think in Hollywood, uh, you, you think about Martin Scorsese, is, you know, he's sort of like revered as a god. Yeah. And he's a fantastic filmmaker, don't get me he wrong. Is. Uh, Although but, I didn't like The Irishman, but actually. I couldn't get I through quite, that. I quite liked it. Um, but anyway, the point is, no one says no to Scorsese. Mm. So I, I know what's going on at these studios. They're going to fucking three and a half yeah. hours... Who's going to tell him it's too right. long? Not me. So no, no one tells him. Because that's the thing. In the old days, they would have had more power, the studios, but they don't anymore. Because yeah. remember um, when there were those terribly long films that were made? Um, what was that dreadful one with Marlon Brando? The, um, was it not the Missouri Breaks? But it was Marlon Brando and Warren Beatty and... Uh, 
Missouri Breaks was directed by Jack Nicholson. Yeah, it wasn't Missouri Breaks. But I remember when Apocalypse Now got made by Francis Ford Coppola, and I got, as a present actually, somebody bought me the DVD, the Redux edition of it, which was with the added in 20 minutes that they'd cut out. Director's cut for yeah, their Yeah, and it was fucking shit. The 20 minute extra bit that was, was around, you know, I don't know how well you know the film, but there's a I section. Do, I know it. Yeah. You know where they, where they go up river and end up in yeah, that yeah, French yeah. house where yeah. they're having, and they have dinner. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and the 20 minute that they cut out was basically more of them sitting around the table having dinner. It was almost the entire 20 minute section yeah. of them just sitting around talking. And it was crap. And it was quite right they fucking cut it out. Yeah, you know? director's cuts uh, tend to be shit. Uh, the, have a look at the director's cut, Ridley Scott, the original Blade Runner. Yeah. Uh, there was no narration. Uh, I've never liked Blade Runner. I love it. It's one, it's one of my favourite really? ever films. Uh, but the director's cut is shite. Absolute shite. Really? Um, so basically, the studio go. They, they got the fucking film and said, so, well, "We have no idea what the fuck is going on here. Right. Better get a narrator in." Right. Um, which was, of course, Harrison Ford. Yes. However, yeah. So directors cuts. Uh, but the point is, millions of uh, award ceremonies in Hollywood, and if you're from LA, you go to them and you think they're great. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the world go. Fucking critic circle. I know. No thanks. No. What the fuck is this shit? But also, they all sit around being terribly fucking twee, don't they? And they're all incredibly sort of, you know what I mean? Like, even the Golden Globes, the people, when I, was, when I used to live in America, oh. I didn't do much of that stuff that you did a lot of, you know, the interviews yeah. where you go to interview the fucking star of the latest movie and you had to be in this, you know, um, Golden Globes fucking, what was it, the Foreign Press Association, yeah. whatever yeah. it was. And it was a real pain in the ass to get into it because they were so fucking snobbish. Yeah. And they like it was almost as though they were like, oh, but you know, we're the film business, we're the film business. It's like, oh, fuck yourself. Yeah, you well, I, I mean, I used to go to these things, but they're fuck, you know, was, well, I've been to so many award ceremonies and, uh, you know, never once have I enjoyed one. They're no. so boring, just fucking stupid lovies patting each other on the fucking back. Weren't yeah. You, weren't you wonderful, darling? But anyway, cut a long story short, that's why. Uh, my theory uh, is that uh, Megan thought it was a great idea to go to the living legends yes. of aviation awards until uh, the media and everybody else pointed out this is a joke. Well, let's not forget when they went to New York and had that high-speed car chase that never was. Yeah, they went to New York to get an award as well. Do you remember? Because she was getting an award right. for some kind of you know yeah. greatest, humanitarian, greatest humanitarian of the, century, of the year or yeah, some bullshit. Yeah. You know, absolutely fucking. Ludicrous. I suppose we better talk about the fucking Tories again, shouldn't we? Because oh, they're writing the shit again. This, is, this it, is the week where um, this guy called Simon Clark, who most people have never fucking heard of, yeah. uh, decided that they should get rid of Rishi Sunak, and nobody wanted to. Well, it is what I think about this. So, Sir Simon Clark, who's the second tallest man in Parliament, uh, it's true. It's true. I've heard he's very tall. After that one, Rishi Sunak looked up. After to that him. one with the um, Polish name, he's the old, uh, the old, well, there was, oh yes, I know the guy. Yeah, yeah, he's the tallest. Yeah, man. he's ridiculous. He's like six foot eight. Or yeah, he is massive. That yeah. guy, uh, but uh, Daniel something. Mm. Anyway, uh, Simon. So Simon. Um, uh, Clark. Clark, the second tallest man in Parliament. He wrote a piece saying, uh, you know, that Sunak, if, if the Tories go into the next election with Sunak as leader, they'll face utter electoral annihilation. All the top Tories, oh, you're a reckless rebel, shut up, absolutely mm. nonsense. Got to show unity. Privately, they all agree with Yeah, you. but why won't they fucking do something then? Well, um, I mean, are they all shit scared that they'll all be wrong? 
because that doesn't make any sense to me. Because surely if somebody does that, I mean, that happened just before my show started the other night. And I thought, well, this will be interesting. Let's see who's going to back him. Because I'd only the, the previous day, I think, spoken to a couple of Tories at an event I was at. Uh, who were all saying, you know, what we need is a fucking revolution. And there's this new f- uh, uh, organisation forming called PopCon, um, which is going to yeah, be, yeah, yeah, pop, yeah. Make, you know, make conservatism popular again, headed by Liz Truss, which Simon Clark was meant to be a part of, right? right? Yeah. And now he's presumably not going to be a part of it because she even she fucking didn't follow him. Yeah. But this, you know, there's two, this is the, the duplicity of the Tory party right now. Uh, you know, I mean, everybody knows it's fucked. Mm-hmm. But... The official line is, you know, we gather, we we will we'll, unity through strength. We'll u- unite behind Rishi Sunak and go into the next election, all guns blazing. Unofficially, you know, the un the unpublic face of it. They're all sitting in the bars in Westminster yeah. going, "What a cunty is right. we're fucked." That's the truth. <laughs> yes, that's the truth. But, but, so but, he's going, but, but this well, is a bit I don't get. So, but they're willing to follow him over the fucking cliff into oblivion, like a load of lemmings. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what's the fucking point of that? I, I think that they should seriously think about a new leader. Um, also, Stephen Glover in the Mail today mm. is saying, "Well, uh, I've got an idea, Boris mm. Johnson." Well, uh, I've got a lot of problems with Boris Johnson, but I. Do do think he's that kind of popular figure who could maybe well, do it. the thing about Boris Johnson is that he wins elections. Yes. He's a bit like Tony yes. Blair. You know, the one thing that all the new Labour people who hate Tony Blair and who sort of used to despise him and say, you know, what we don't want is Keir Starmer becoming the second Tony Blair. Well, why not? That's the only fucking one that won, he's the only Labour leader that won elections since the 1970s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my, pro- my problem with uh, Boris Johnson is, uh, you know... Uh, he's a liar. He's a Lib Dem... And he's well, fun. he's very green, isn't he's he? He's obsessed with that green claptrap. Right. So if he comes back, you know, we'll all be spending about a thousand quid a fucking month on levies to support windmills and solar. No. Also, he wants to give all our money to fucking Zelensky in Ukraine, doesn't he? Yeah, he's obsessed with it. He's yeah. obsessed with fucking Ukraine. He'd been writing about Donald Trump the other week in the mail. He managed to get a whole fucking chunk in about Ukraine yeah. and how he wants Donald to change his mind yeah, on Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you see, Donald gets it. Yeah. We should talk about him. Yeah, we should. Way, great stuff in America. But Donald gets it. You know, the American public, you know, people, Brit- British people who are so stupid in America, they're not. And by the way, they fucking got the number of this Ukraine crap way before we have. Yes. And what it is, is that just like us, they got a cost of living crisis, they're struggling to get by, and they're going, Joe Biden, no, I've given another 30 billion and thousands of airplanes to the Ukraine. Did you see, sorry to interrupt your flow there, but did you see his fucking speech last night, or maybe the night before, um, because he had a rally? And he does one of those where he kind of runs off and forgets the words, where he goes, he starts talking about Donald Trump. And he goes, Donald Trump, if you think you're going to... And I think he's trying to say Middle America, but he can't say it. And everyone's just cheering. And I brought it out now, what they do at these Biden rallies is they cheer so loudly you can't hear what he's saying because he makes no fucking sense. A lot of people say that that, the way he speaks, that that it's because um, uh, he's got a stutter and he's covering up for it. But I think it's just because he's a cunt. Yes, um, I think that's and probably a very, right. very old cunt. Uh, yeah. By the way, but uh, <laughs> but to Trump, serious? To, yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> but to Trump, uh, brilliant. You know, uh, he, he's, he's literally just fucking laying the place to waste, isn't he? He's just like you might as well not bother voting for anybody else, just me. Uh, and that's what's happened. So the next primary is North Carolina, right? Uh, is it South Carolina? Or South Carolina. Which is... Which Nikki is the, Haley Nikki used to be state. governor of yeah. 
And the word is he's going to fucking yeah, you'll win. Them. Yeah. So well, the word is that she'll resign before that. Yeah, happens. because she knows because she keeps saying we're off to my beloved South Carolina. Right. Well, your beloved South Carolina, Mazade Haley, is going to kick your fucking ass. Yeah. They don't like you yeah. there. Uh, and uh, so anyway, Ron DeSantis, he had the guts to, right. the, or the sense to pull out. Right. What Nikki Haley is now, this remaining rhino Republican yeah. in name only. Yeah. Uh, she, she, she's, uh, she's stubborn and she's staying there and she's officially a waste of money. All yeah. these donors. Well, this uh, is it. They're losing their money. And I millions think that's, of dollars. That's one of the main reasons in the end DeSantis chucked it in because I think he realised that the money was running out yeah. and nobody was going to give and him also, any more also, money. Also, he realised he didn't stand a chance. Mm. Nikki Haley doesn't stand a chance. So the, some of the Republicans are going, well, why is she still in the race? Well, the, from the Trump camp, uh, the word came, well, she's a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> and also, the thing that really gets me is that all the same people are saying all the same things they said the last time uh, he almost won the election and similarly when he did win the election in 2016. You keep hearing him all the time, don't you? They're fucking, you know, oh yeah, here's the problem. Uh, he's a psychopath. He's going to ruin the world. He's going to ruin America. He's going to ruin absolutely everything. Well, he's actually not. He's going to probably fix everything. The, the, look, a, a number of, or millions of, uh, shall we say, reasonable you know, kind of mainstream Americans uh, now believe Trump's the answer. Yeah. Because you strip away, you know, the orange face and the kind of craziness and the, the sort of self-obsession and the narcissism. Uh, you know, A, he wasn't a bad president. And yeah. B, his policies make sense. Uh, and they appeal to people. Well, also, the world was a much safer fucking place when he was president. Yeah. I'm sorry to tell you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, so he's that, he will definitely 100% be the Republican candidate yeah. uh, for the election in November. And uh, the Democrats... There's no question. The de Democrats desperately trying to work out a way to get rid of that old fossil Biden. Yeah. But they can't. So... Trump v Biden, I say Trump wins it. I think he does win it. And, and all the same people, again, are saying, well, of course, he won't beat Biden. But they're now beginning to shit themselves because they're starting to think, actually, it's at least 50-50. And anybody sensible will say, of course, he's got a 50-50 chance at worst. Yeah. He could be better than that, you know. But it's all the same people saying, oh, he'll be a nightmare. You know, he'll ruin America. Look at what happened last time. You know, there was anarchy in the capital. Absolute fucking rubbish. You know, all these people have went, he tried to fucking coerce the uh, judiciary to change the fucking vote. He, well, he didn't really because it didn't work. You know, all the things that he's accused of doing, the 91 fucking counts against him, none of them are going to make any fucking difference. Yeah, so the, the Democrat, there's two schools of thoughts about what the Democrats were up to. One, you know, with the you know, these 91 indictments, I mean, they're pretty much all, well, no, they are all organised by all Democrat yeah. cities, Democrat I mean, one of the, I'll give you an example of one of the indictments says that he allowed an illegal email to be sent from the White House to the Justice Department, which is one, not an illegal email, and two, wasn't even sent by him. Yes. Yeah, so, so that's the calibre of the fucking hardly indictments. Hardly a reason for an indictment. It's not exactly electric chair time, is it? Anyway, some people say that the Democrats had worked out that if they keep indicting him, it would make him popular yeah. with the Republicans, yeah. and therefore he'd get the nomination, and they wanted to run against Trump because they thought they could beat him. Mm. Two things about that. But also, another thing, more likely, they just thought they could indict him out of the picture. Yes. If we keep indicting him, 
people will go, we can't vote for him. Right. But of course, what's happened is uh, the indictments have turned out to be his major like fuel. campaign fuel. Fuel for the campaign, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the people... But the, do you know what the, the new line is now from uh, people who, think, who hate Trump? It's like, oh yeah, but if he actually gets found guilty of any of these counts, they won't vote for him then. They well, fuck, they fucking will actually. They fucking will. <laughs> they fucking will. So either way, so that so the Democrat, and then then of course, you know, if it's true, mm. they wanted by they wanted Trump to be the candidate. They're now going, oh, that was a bit of a mistake. Yes. Uh, and if it's true that they were trying to uh, actually indict him out of the picture, mm. that was a massive mistake. So the kind of theme music to the Democrats right now is that thing of wah wah right. wah wah. And also, the other Fuck problem Rudy. Biden's got is that he has to take Kamala Harris with him. Yeah. And he can't even pick a new fucking um, vice presidential candidate because if he dumps her, then the fucking, uh, the, the, you know, the, 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 the ethnic vote will disappear. Because yeah. go, why have you dumped this woman just yeah. because she's a woman of colour and you got rid of her? You know, so he can't win. So he's going to go into the fucking race with her clinging around his fucking ankles, yeah. who's also useless. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I think to Trump is... Well, it's definitely going to be the Republican nominee. Yeah, he and if he picks be, somebody interesting as vice president... Way, I, think, I think he's on his way to back to the wall. Yeah, I think... But also, it'd be fucking great. It'd be great yeah. for us. It'd be, it'd be brilliant. It, it, it was the, Just it, watching all the faces of the fucking miserable lefties going, I, it's terrible. I thought, I thought, that the, be, I thought that the best story I ever would see was when Donald Trump became president. I remember when he won. Mm. I couldn't get my fucking head around. This guy's going to be president. <laughs> well, I was wrong because it could be that the best story ever is going to unfold. Oh, I agree. And that is he will be president for yeah. a second time. Absolutely right. Fucking amazing. Well, we shall wait and see, but we hope that it will happen because I think that would be fucking excellent. Um, this is the Thought Police. We are now going to fuck off because uh, we've got some other things to do. Yeah. And, uh, and you we'll can see all go fuck yourselves. You can all go fuck yourselves. And, uh, of course, they like us to finish with that four-letter word, cunt. Cunts. Um, and I'm going to say, fucking hell, I was calling a lot of people cunts this week because the fucking traffic in London oh, yeah. makes a fucking Sadiq Khan is absolutely utterly cuntish. Uh, so oh, by anyway, the way, just before we go, go on. Uh, big up to Noel Gallagher, no, yes. of Oasis. Oh, of course, definitely one of us. It must he, be he did a podcast, to the police. and he just suddenly, yeah, we're, like, he should be an honoured guest, yeah. and he would be. He suddenly <laughs> goes to his mate. He goes, uh, apropos of nothing, cause right. I'll tell you, I'll fucking it. I hate that weasel fist, little cunt, cunt. Yeah. Sadiq Khan, ruined this fucking city. And the great thing is as well that he said it, um, that he could fucking Sadiq Khan came up to him one time at some function oh, yeah, and right. asked for a picture and told him to fuck off. Oh, fuck him, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, weasel faced little cunt, yeah. Noel Gallagher on Sadiq Khan. There and on that bombshell, you're going to all go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly right. See you next week. <laughs> Thank you.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.